Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Commander's Forge. My name is Andy Bentley, the Forge is an area for me to talk about magic, commander, and anything else as I try and drag my mental health out of the gutter. Now, this week, I'm not entirely sure what to talk about because I lost everything that I had last week, my audio files were corrupted, and it just kind of took all the motivation I had away from me. So, honestly, I don't know. There's the March for the Machines spoilers that I had talked about last week that I could talk about this week, but those have basically already been covered by everyone else. So, I don't really see a point to it. And I could talk about the league that I'm playing in, but honestly, I don't want to, considering how bad I did in the last month. My deck building isn't good enough for the league. Uh, not when I'm just trying to build fun, interesting decks. So, I honestly don't really have any motivation to do much of anything. But that said, I do have just things going on in the background that I'm trying to figure out and I'm trying to piece stuff together. But at the moment, I'm just feeling kind of lost. I don't I don't really know what I want out of this game at the moment. I still love this game, but I, I don't know. So, I don't really have a whole lot to talk about in this first uh, portion. Can't really call it a half, because I know it's not going to be a half. Other than I'm trying to find the motivation to keep going. And I know that sounds depressing as all hell, but you know what? It's the truth. Now, I, uh, I'm gonna cut this here, and hopefully in a couple hours when I decide to sit down and record the rest of this, I'm in a better headspace. I'll see it then. Hey, I just want to take a minute to tell you about my Patreon. I know times are hard for everybody, and I know it isn't easy to shuffle around bills and stuff. Believe me, I know that. But if you would like to help support the podcast and me, you can find the links to my Patreon in my link tree, which is always put into the description of either the video or the audio wherever you're listening to it it would really mean the world to me honestly i'm just struggling to make ends meet most weeks but that's it that's all if you want to help the links will be where you can find them and welcome back now i racked my brain for a few hours to figure out what I wanted to talk about in this part of the podcast. 
And I figure, let's talk about the deck that I played in this month of the League. So I played Lelia the Blade Reforged. Which is 2 and a red for a 2-2 Spirit Warrior. It has haste. Whenever Lelia attacks, exile the top card of your library. You may play that card this turn. And whenever more, one or more cards are put into exile... From your library or your graveyard, you may put a plus one plus one counter on Lelia. Uh, now, I did not go the route of Cascade, which can get completely out of hand. Because I felt like that would be really unfair. And maybe that was the incorrect assessment considering the strength of some of the other decks in the league. And I don't want to get terribly exhaustive in what I was playing, but I do want to talk about some of the cards that were in the later editions of the deck for when I could increase the budget. Uh, one of the first editions I made was the combo of Zealous Conscripts and Kiki Jiki. So, Zealous Conscripts is 4 and a red. For a 3-3 Human Warrior, it has haste. When it enters the battlefield, you gain control of target permanent until end of turn. Untap that permanent, it gains haste until end of turn. So, how this goes infinite with Kiki-Jiki, the Mirror Breaker, which is 2, red, 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 for a 2-2 Goblin Shaman with haste. You can tap it to put a token that's a copy of target non-legendary creature you control onto the battlefield. That token has haste. Sacrifice it at the beginning of the next end step. So the way this works is you have Kiki-Jiki in play. You cast Zealous Conscripts. In response to Zealous Conscripts, uh, enter the battlefield ability. You tap Kiki-Jiki. Make a copy of Zealous Conscripts. That way you can continually untap Kiki-Jiki to retap it to make another copy. And then you just swing with a billion copies of Zealous Conscripts. Uh, another thing I wanted to uh, get in here was some extra combats. And the best way to do that is with Neheb the Eternal and Aggravated Assault. So Aggravated Assault is two and a red for an enchantment. You may pay three red red. To untap all creatures you control after this phase, there's an additional combat phase, followed by an additional main phase. Play this ability only any time you can play a sorcery. And Neheb the Eternal is 3 red red for a 4-6 zombie minotaur warrior with afflict 3. So uh, if it becomes blocked, the fighting player loses 3 life. At the beginning of your post-combat main phase, add red to your mana pool for each one life your opponents have lost this turn. So all you need is Aggravated Assault out and Neheb out and the ability to hit somebody for 5 damage. And that turns into uh, infinite combat steps. Uh, but we did also slot in a Seize the Day, uh, 3 in a red sorcery, untapped target creature. After this main phase there's an additional combat phase followed by an additional main phase. And it has flashback for two and a red. We have Savage Beatings. Or Savage Beating. Uh, three red red for an instant. Play it only during combat. Choose one. 
creatures you control gain double strike till end of turn or untap all creatures you control. And after this phase, there's an additional combat phase. It has entwine for one and a red. We have uh, World at War, which is three red red for a sorcery. After the first pre-combat main phase this turn, there is an additional combat phase followed by an additional main phase. At the beginning of that combat, untap all creatures that attack this turn, and it has rebound. Uh, and then last in the taking extra combat, we have Port Razor, which is three red red for a uh, 4-4 Orc Pirate. Whenever Port Razor deals combat damage to a player, untap each creature you control after this combat phase. There's an additional combat phase. Port Razor can't attack a player. It has already attacked this turn. That one also goes infinite with uh, other things in the deck. But we don't need to get into all of those. Uh, and then we kind of wanted a lot of extra utility considering the showing from the first couple of weeks so we added things like runaway steamkin one in a red one one elemental whenever you cast a red spell if it has fewer than three counters on it you put a plus one plus one counter on it you can remove three counters to make three red mana sensei's divining top single colorless for an artifact you can pay one to look at the top three cards of your library and put it back in any order and you can tap it to draw a card and put senses divining top back on top of its owner's library the goal here is to look at the top three if there's nothing there that we wa would want to cast with lelia when we attack we can draw the card with it put that back on top attack with lelia and then recast the divining top uh, we put the Ozolith in there as a way to save counters because people do like to kill Lelia. So, uh, it's single mana for an artifact. Whenever a creature you control leaves the battlefield, if it had counters on it, put those counters on the Ozolith. And at the beginning of combat on your turn, if the Ozolith has counters on it, you may move all counters from the Ozolith onto target creature. And the last little bit of utility we have here is Professional Facebreaker. It is two and a red for a 2-3 Human Warrior with Menace. Whenever one or more creatures you control deal combat damage to a player, create a treasure token. You can sack a treasure token to exile the top card of your library. You may play that card this turn. Now, I could go into heavy detail about all the other cards I have in there that exile cards and let me do stuff off the top of my deck. But what's the point? It didn't work. I just, just didn't work. Yeah. So that said, I think that's where we're going to call it today. It's going to be a nice short episode, but I don't care. It's just, I just don't. But I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. All of my links can be found in my link tree in the description below. I would like to thank Ian Foss and Cody Mulpey of the band The Crypt for allowing me to use music for my opening and ending, along with Nate and Erica Jacobs for making my original logo, and I would also like to thank Christina McNichol for creating my new logo. And I'll see you next time.